Waypoint Church, oh man, I wish you were here. Oh, as we were worshiping this morning, I was, as we were enjoying community here, I, I just hope and fe- pray that you felt what we were feeling here in this place, guys. Um, I know this is a different time. This is not normal for us, but guys, let me tell you that the Spirit unites us, knits our hearts together, even across uh, miles and across houses and buildings. Um, man, I loved worshiping with all of you guys. I thank the band for leading us in such a passionate um, worship, and guys, um, it was so beautiful to be part of that together with you. Our scripture read today is out of James chapter 5. It's a little different, which puts me in James chapter 4, and we're skipping a little bit of James chapter 5, and I'll explain why that is in a little bit. James chapter 5, verses 13 through 16. So if you have your Bibles, you can follow along with your Bibles, or you can follow along on the screen. It's from the NIV version, James chapter 5, verses 13 through 16. Is anyone among you in trouble? Let them pray. Is anyone happy? Let them sing songs of praise. Is anyone among you sick? Let them call the elders of the church to pray over them and anoint them with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well. The Lord will raise them up. If they have sinned, they will be forgiven. Therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. This is the word of the Lord. Well, church, it's so good to be worshiping with all of you this morning, even if it is over the internet. And we're going to change things up a little bit here. This past week, as I've been in touch with so many of you, um, I kind of felt like I've noticed this kind of baseline of COVID grief, COVID anxiety, um, COVID depression is what I'm calling it. Like if your person's baseline normally is like here with like you know, normal issues of life and anxiety and stress and whatever that they're going through is here. Lately, COVID has just raised the baseline for everybody to like here. You know, so from here, normal baseline, normal, normal operations is here. But COVID just made everybody else's baseline to be here. Maybe another way to put it is that I've noticed that there's this kind of COVID multiplier out there. We all have our issues we go through all the time, but COVID has been like a five times multiplier to it. That's at least the impression I get, this idea of like our normal issues are, are existing, but COVID just multiplies all the bad stuff, the fear, the anxiety, the depression, the issues, and just multiplies it by five or 10 or 20, whatever that number is for you. And that's at least the impression that I'm getting from our staff and the people I connect with. The church has also posted a survey recently about asking our people, our members, how are you doing spiritually, emotionally, physically? How are you handling this time? And we have some preliminary results from it. Um, if you haven't filled yours out yet, please fill this out. You can go in the realm. We actually need your information. But the results from the survey show that this, there is an increase of struggle and anxiety from the last time we actually posted a survey like this. And it makes sense. It makes sense that there's an increase in anxiety and depression and the struggle. We're in an extended global pandemic. It's unprecedented times and it's okay to admit that you're struggling. I am. I'm tired of hearing about people getting sick and dying. I'm tired about worrying about my parents and my in-laws getting sick because they're part of the more vulnerable population. I hate hearing about more and more businesses closing and people being out of work. I'm tired of not hugging and seeing all my friends. I really miss worshiping with all of you so much. And in light of all this, in light of the struggle that is just prominent, prevalent all amongst us right now, I just decided to switch things up today. 
And instead of being in James 4 like we were supposed to be in, I switched to James 5. And instead of our normal sermon, our normal kind of order of worship, we're going to spend this morning practicing what James 5, 13 through 16 says. We're going to pray. And we're going to pray as a congregation. We're going to pray. People are going to pray over us, and we're going to pray together and pray for ourselves and pray for each other. At Waypoint, we believe that prayer is God's appointed means of enacting his will. I'll say that again. At Waypoint, we believe that prayer is God's appointed means of enacting his will. In other words, we believe that God chooses to move in this world through the prayers of his people. What a precious and powerful gift that God has given us through prayer. Now, the way I like it to, and I've used this illustration numerous times, and I'll use it again, is I like it to... Um, as a father, I love giving my son wonderful gifts. And particularly, my son loves Doritos. Huge fan of Doritos. And so I have the Doritos. And my means of giving my son the Doritos is I want my son to look at me and say, Father, may I have the Doritos, please? And in that process, this is my means. I have the power. I have the authority. I want to give my son the Doritos, but I want him to look at me and ask me for it. That is my appointed means of me enacting my will. Is I want him to look at me and ask me for Doritos. So, when my father, so that way he knows my dad is the source of Doritos. He knows that my dad loves him. My dad, I want him to look at me and have that intimacy. I love that look that he gives me when he gets the Doritos from me. Guys, God is good. And this beautiful, powerful means, this gift he's given us of prayer, is actually very means of moving in this world. He chooses to use that. How incredible is that? So we're going to go to God in prayer today. In James chapter 5, it mentions three different types of praying. Praying for yourself, the praying of elders or leaders over someone, and the praying for each other. Today we're going to go do all three during this worship service. So the invitation is this this morning as we're praying together, as we're coming together. The invitation is this, is to be an active participant in this prayer time together. I know there's a temptation when other people are praying to just kind of like um, not listen or to zone out. I know there are times when the congregational prayer, at least for me as a kid, when I was growing up, during the congregational prayer times, I'm like, somebody else is praying? Oh, I'm just going to kind of zone out a little bit, maybe take a nap during worship service. But guys, what I want to convey to you, our invitation this morning, is be an active participant in our worship service today. Pray with your minds and with your heart. Express your emotions and your longings. Agree with the prayers that are being prayed. Receive the prayers that are being prayed. Be a part of it this morning. I invite you to pray with us. I invite you to receive Jesus' peace as you bring forward your heart, your fears, your cares, your worries. Bring forth yourself to him. So here's what I'd like for us to do right now, right where you're at. I'd like for you to pray right there, wherever you're at. Pray right where you're at, silently to yourself. Pray and share your concerns. Confess your weaknesses. Express your emotions. So please, just right where you are, pray. God, we come to you 
because there's nowhere else to go. God, we come to you because you're the one who knows us, you created us, you've called us to relationship. So in the midst of our struggle and anxiety, our fear, God, even in the midst of our joy and happiness, it's, it's weird because there's such a, it could be for some people, such a variety of emotions going on right now. But I love how in James, it talks about both whether you're praising or whether you're struggling, whether you're going through a good time or going through a bad time, to come and the same answer, come and pray. Because God, we come to you in intimacy knowing that you know us and us longing to be known. We confess, we admit, we relieve ourselves of our emotions and we say, God, we're coming to you and just giving you all of us. God, because so often in this world, we bear everything, we hold it back, we hold it in, we bottle it up. God, we just come to you and say, God, just take all of us. What a relief that is. God, we can't hide from you that we can be honest and real with you. God, that we can admit that we're scared. We can admit that we don't have all the answers. We can admit that we're not strong. We can admit that we worry. We can admit that we are needy. So we confess and admit that now, God, we are needy. God, the psalmist cries out, oh God, hear me for I am poor and needy. God, we echo that. And during this season, during this time when the news seems to be nothing but bad news, bad news over and over again, we admit that even though when we try not to, we get fearful. We worry about our children. We worry about their education. We worry about their health. We worry about our family. We worry about ourselves. We worry about the world. We worry about so much. But your word says that you are the prince of peace and your word says that, that we can cast our anxieties upon you. Your word says that you give peace that transcends all understanding. So we come to you asking for shalom, asking for peace, asking for our anxieties and our fears to be met in you. Not exactly knowing how that happens, but knowing that God, that when this incredible peace that transforms all understanding comes upon us, it comes because of the intimacy we have in you. It comes because of our trust and our faith in you. So will you provide that through the means of the Holy Spirit to each and every one of our people, God? We ask for it in Jesus' name. God, we ask for you to move mighty amongst our people, healing hearts that are fearful and scared. And bring us your comfort. God, as we continue through this rest of this service of praying, may we all unite our hearts with every single person that's praying over or for each other. God, may we unite all of our hearts in this prayer time together. And it's in your name that we pray. Amen. Hi, Waypoint. My name is Eddie Trigar, and I'm the assistant principal at North Chatham Elementary School. And I've been asked to uh, talk with you and pray for schools, teachers, and students this fall. Um, as you know, schools have been closed since mid-March, and uh, the job of teachers and guidance counselors and food service workers and bus drivers and principals in the school has changed dramatically. Uh, we are now delivering lessons online. Uh, we are feeding students. Uh, we're delivering meals to neighborhoods because there are kids that don't eat otherwise. Um, there's not a real clear plan for how to open, and uh, we need wisdom for our leadership in creating that plan and then clarity in communicating it to parents and students and uh, the community. Um, 
we are going to need people to be extremely flexible, uh, and that means teachers adjusting to procedures for cleaning their rooms and how to assign and grade homework. Um, the students are going to have to be flexible with, with all these changes as well. Um, we have definitely seen a huge um, increase in the gap between the haves and the have-nots uh, during this time because kids that don't have access to uh, to reliable internet are not able to get the same level of uh, education as the, the ones that don't. So we saw it before with clothes and with food and, and things like that, but it's become much bigger. So uh, would you pr please pray with me for these things in the fall? Jesus, we... Um, we ask you to be in our community as, as we begin to look at reopening our state. We pray that you would give school leaders um, just the, the wisdom that they need to create a plan that allows uh, students to learn and uh, that will work with parents' work schedules and will um, provide the things that students need, Lord, uh, structure and, um, and the other uh, intangible things, uh, just smiles and, and hugs from teachers that they might not get at home, Lord. We pray that you would make us um, ready for that. We pray for the, the teachers that they would be able to adjust to new procedures for cleaning, new procedures for assigning work, new procedures for um, how, how schedules work and, and which ways we can uh, walk up and down the hallway. Lord, we're not sure what it's going to look like, and, uh, and that's definitely a point of anxiety, but we, we know, Lord, that you are in control. And I, I pray that you would be with teachers and principals and custodians and guidance counselors and teachers' aides and bus drivers and all the people, Lord, that, uh, that come to the school to serve children every day. Please uh, help us, Lord, to, to get the job done well and to, um, to, to help the community. Um, Lord, we, we ask that you would make us flexible, make us willing to learn. And, uh, and Lord, please teach us and humble us. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, Waypoint. I know a lot of parents and families are having to make hard decisions about school and whether or not to go on family vacations or, you know, should you have a socially distanced play date? Um, so I want to take the time to pray for parents and to pray for our kids who, you know, maybe don't really have a concept of what's going on in the world today um, as you are asking for wisdom and um, maybe working through some anxieties and fears related to that. So I wanted to share first, I personally have been working through some COVID anxiety and want to share some verses from Psalm 31 that have been like balm to my weary soul. So I'm going to share some verses and then please join me in prayer for kids and families. Into your hands, I commit my spirit. Deliver me, Lord, my faithful God. I hate those who cling to worthless idols. As for me, I trust in the Lord. I will be glad and rejoice in your love for you saw my affliction and knew the anguish of my soul. You have not given me into the hands of the enemy, but have set my feet in a spacious place. Be merciful to me, Lord, for I am in distress. My eyes grow weak with sorrow, my soul and body with grief. But I trust in you, Lord. I say you are my God. My times are in your hands. Praise be to the Lord, for he showed me the wonders of his love when I was in a city under siege. Join me in prayer. Father, thank you so much that you are a God who never leaves or forsakes your children. Thank you so much that you have a plan, that you know what has gone on in our history, what's going on in our present, and what will go on in our future, and that we cannot destroy it, that coronavirus cannot destroy it. 
Jesus, I thank you so much for the kids and parents we have at Waypoint Church. Thank you for entrusting these kids to their parents. Thank you for entrusting them to Waypoint Church. Um, Guide us in our partnership as we seek to honor you. Father, um, please comfort our parents who are um, feeling anxiety and fear over decision-making for their families. Um, God, parenting is stressful as it is, let alone parenting during a pandemic. So I just ask for peace and comfort and wisdom um, for our families and confidence and and trust when they do make decisions. Um, Father, help us just to be seeking to honor you and honor our families. Um, Jesus, please give patience to our parents as they are maybe spending a little extra time with their kids um, or, or teaching or, you know, additional activities that require more patience. Um, please, please just grant patience, grant grace with each other, both parents and kids. Um, Father, you give the perfect example of how to love others. So I just ask for um, our parents to seek ways to honor their kids and love their kids and show kids grace um, as you show us. Father, I ask for our kids that you would um, calm any anxieties that they might be having. Um, Jesus, give them peace and comfort and understanding. Father, give our parents opportunities um, to speak truth truth um, of, of comforting words to them when they are struggling. Father, I pray for kids who are not safe in their homes. Um, Jesus, please use school systems and local government agencies and nonprofits. Um, Please use our church to care for vulnerable children. Father, guide us in obedience um, to care for vulnerable children. Jesus, thank you so much that you are our perfect example and our perfect father. Um, Father, help us seek to honor you and glorify your name every day. Um, Jesus, you are good and we love you and it's in your name that I pray. Amen. Good morning, Waypoint. Um, as society continues to remain um, just shut down in a lot of ways by the coronavirus, and we found out about schools um, that are going to be virtual for the start of the school year, I want to pray for us. I know that this can um, just bring out a, a lot of um, fears in people and anxieties over um, not being able to spend time with others or um, just so many different things. Um, I was just reminded and looking at the scriptures about how God doesn't want us to just not fill the emotions of anxiety or fear, but he actually wants us to give them to him. And he wants to, um, to carry them for us because he cares for us. Um, it talks about in uh, Philippians that, um, that God doesn't want us to be anxious about anything, um, but he wants to instead give us the peace of God, um, peace that transcends our circumstances and our understanding. Um, so, um, yeah, join me in praying this morning. God, Lord, we come before you and just acknowledge that, um, God, you laid the foundations of the earth and you've watched over um, the earth since its creation, Lord, um, that you've seen um, just the brokenness from the beginning, the violence and, um, God, the sin, um, the the plagues and the wars, um, the, the Holocaust, God, and the um, just the racial injustices that have um God plagued the earth since its creation, God. Um, But we know that you don't just watch over your creation, Lord, but you entered into the brokenness of it um, in Jesus. 
God, that you say um, in your scriptures that you um, want us to take heart because you overcame the world, Lord. Um, But you didn't just um, overcome the world and then leave us um, to figure it out, but you left us with your spirit, God, with your um, spirit of wisdom and and power, um, your spirit that gives peace um, when it doesn't make sense in our circumstances. And so, God, we just want to um, ask you to pour that spirit out upon us, Lord. Um, God, I pray for wisdom for... um, the leaders of um, just your church, God, your global church, Lord, um, as um, just each um, individual church body has to navigate um, how we can be your hands and feet in this time of how to best care for one another in the body and and how to best care for the community outside as well. God, and we ask you to use us, Lord, as part of that, um, to give us your wisdom, Lord. God, give us the prayer of faith, Lord, that James talks about, God, the the prayer of faith um, that brings about healing, Lord. Um, Give us such faith that we believe, Lord, um, that you um, have not left us alone, God, but you will accomplish your purposes. Um, God, you will um, be glorified through this, God, even when we um, can't even come up with a scenario in our minds for for how or um, God, but we believe that you are here big enough to do that, Jesus. we know that your word says that the light has shined in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it, Lord. And, and so we just claim that today. Um, we claim that the darkness will not overcome you, Lord. Um, God, um, so just in all the, the individual situations that we face, God, um, I pray for um, parents who, um, God, don't know how they're going to work um, this next school year with kids needing to be at home. Um, pray for kids who um, don't do well learning in remote environments. I pray for teachers who um, aren't sure how they're going to do this, Lord, Uh, for kids who don't have access to technology, God. Um, And Lord, we know that education is not uh, the ultimate, Lord, Um, but we also believe that, um, God, that education is is a means of um, giving us the ability to, to know your word, Lord, and to experience your beauty in a whole new way. And so I pray that you would um, God, just bless this coming school year in, in, a, in a way that um, is greater than we would imagine, Jesus. Um, God, just work, um, Lord, Lord, mightily um, in a way that we will just look back and, and praise you for, God. Um, and we ask all this in your name, Jesus. Amen. Good morning. I'm Joan Long. Uh, most of you know me as Miss Joan. <laughs> and um I would just like to say a word of prayer for the, the for our church this morning. Our Heavenly Father, thank you for this beautiful day that we're having. And thank you for that we're living in a country um, where we can uh, meet together and not be afraid of being told that we can't. Uh, Lord, I pray that uh, Waypoint Church uh, will continue to be uh, a beacon of light in our community in spite of the fact that we cannot meet in the church building. I pray uh, for every family, every person uh, that makes up our congregation. Um, to draw closer to you in this time when a COVID virus has hit our country. I pray for our pastors and our elders to continue with prayer and supplication to make right decisions 
uh, in leading us. I ask you, Lord, for the uh, for in for the leaders of our country to look to you for your um, for their guidance to to uh, lead at what is best for our country. Um, thank you, Lord, for all of the blessings that you give each and every one of us every day. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hey, Wood Point Church. This morning as we go through the prayer time, I've been tasked to pray for our church and pray for our members and just pray in general for those who are struggling uh, financially, those who are struggling uh, through a job loss, those who are, who are struggling through their businesses suffering, just anybody who's lost, who's just going through a tough time right now. So I wanted to uh, pray for, for, for our church, for our body, and also just the community around us. Before we pray, I wanted to read two uh, passages here. The first one is in the book of Isaiah, uh, Isaiah 41, verse 10. Don't be afraid, for I am with you. Don't be discouraged, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will hold you up with my victorious right hand. And then the second one is going to be in the book of 2 Corinthians 12, 9, and 10. Each time he said, my grace is all you need. My power works best in weakness. So now I am glad to boast about my weakness so that the power of Christ can work through me. That's why I take pleasure in my weakness and in the insult, hardship, persecution, and troubles that I suffer for Christ. For when I am weak, then I am strong. So as, as we go through this, I want to just encourage you. Uh, I want you to, to know that God loves you, um, still cares for you. Uh, even though we can't see what's ahead of us, even though we see that things are just blurry and we, we can't see what's ahead of us, uh, I just want to encourage you that you will uh, just take hold in, in God's word and continue to meditate and just um, continue to trust Him and trust that God will see us through to this pan, uh, through this pandemic, and that at the end of this, it will all glorify God. All this works just for the glory of God. Um, so let's pray. Dear Lord, I just thank you for this time together. I just thank you uh, for you just being God and being good for uh, uh, to us and being a good Father uh, who loves us. Um, and we just pray and trust that you are working everything uh, for our good and that even though through this pandemic, even though we can't see what's ahead, Lord, but you are with us and you are continuing to, to love us and you're continuing to see us through this time, Lord. I pray for those who are struggling, Lord, financially. I pray for those who have lost their job and just can't see how this is going to get better. I pray for those who uh, whose businesses are suffering right now, Lord. I pray that you will continue to just uh, watch over them and that you will continue to just uh, see them through and, and show them that you love them, Lord. Uh, I pray for those who just are really down, are really in a hard place at this moment, Lord. I pray that you will continue to lift them up, Lord. I pray that your Holy Spirit will work through them, Lord. So I just thank you for all these things and all that you're doing uh, through our church and through our community, Lord. And then just we know that at the end of this, your glory will be shown and that you will be lifted up and all things will work just for your glory. So we pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Let us pray. 
God, we thank you so much for your providence. We thank you for your love. We thank you that you are with us during all times, God. God, during this time of COVID-19, Lord, not just here in the States, but all over the world, God, we pray for your church. May your church be your hands and your feet among the nations around them. God, I pray for our neighbors, for those who are taking refuge here, for international students, for immigrants. God, I pray that we will be your salt and light. God, I pray that we will see them the way that you created them to be. God, I pray that we will be able to minister to them holistically, Lord, to care for them and to love them physically, emotionally, and spiritually. God, just the way that you created us to be. Lord, we know that you care about us, Lord. We know that you are ministering to us. So God, I pray as we go out, Lord, as we try to minister to those around us, as we spread the gospel in word and in deed, as we share your love in word and in deed, God, that we will be filled by your love, that we will be filled by your grace. God, they will see the hope of Christ in your church, God, that they will come to us, Lord, knowing that we have something that's certain in the time of uncertainty, God. God, we thank you that you have promised and your promise is true. Even when we don't feel it sometimes, God, you are still there and you care for us, God. You care for our feelings and we know that even and sometimes, Lord, during this time where we don't have words to say that your Holy Spirit is faithful and he is gonna give us the words to say. We thank you that you have entrusted us, Lord, to spread your light, Lord, among the nations, to be your ambassadors, even in the hard times, God. May you strengthen us, may you minister to us, and may you fill us up with your grace and your mercy. In Jesus Christ's name, amen. Amen, we wanna thank all of those uh, who made these videos for us. and for helping bring us into prayer, bringing us into the place where we humbly come to the feet of Jesus and we say, God, we know you're working in the world. We know that, Christ, you are sitting at the right hand of the Father, reigning and ruling. But we also know that you promised you'd be with us in the trouble. And in James, it's intentional that we're preaching through James right now. Some people might be wondering, why are we not preaching a sermon series on what to do in a crisis. Technically, we are. We were going to preach on a different New Testament letter. And myself and Lawrence and Eric and the elders, we, we prayed. We were like, God, give us something. What do you want to say to your church? And we were going to preach on James a little bit down the road. And we're preaching on James right now because we're preaching through James. We're letting it soak in because it's a word for us. It's a word for a church a people that are suffering. In the passage that Pastor Lawrence read earlier, it says, if anyone among you is in trouble, let them pray. And this is a, a reference from Psalm 50. In Psalm 50, verse 14, it says, sacrifice thank offerings to God, fulfill your vows to the Most High, and call on me in the day of trouble. I will deliver you, and you will honor me. And we believe that we're going to call on God in the day of trouble. And that's what this morning is about. That's what these prayers are about. We thank God that he gave us the book of James, a book with so much just heartfelt ways to, to live out the mission and the call to be God's people, to build his kingdom. 
I love the New Living Translation and that same passage, James 5.13, it says, are any of you suffering hardships? You should pray. And we're all suffering hardship right now. From the person who, all of us, this pandemic has not escaped anyone. Even if your business is doing well because you own some kind of company that needs, you know, you owned a software company that you're selling more software or you're selling masks because even if you're doing well financially, we're all feeling the effects of this. And as, as the church of Christ, we're going to trust God in it. And the, the end of this prayer that James prays, he says, are any of you sick? And the final prayer this morning is for those who are sick and for those who are suffering. You know, hundreds of thousands of people have died by this virus around the world. Uh, it seems to not be slowing down. There's been some victories in some places and some spikes in many others. And many, many people are sick. And for our final prayer this morning, we're going to pray for those who are sick and those who are suffering. Please join me in prayer. Father, I join with all my brothers and sisters who prayed earlier, God. We're going to trust this time to you. We're going to come to you humbly and say, we don't have all the answers, but we know you are the answer and you are with us and you promised you'd be with us no matter what happened. We thankful, thank you for your faithfulness, your covenant faithfulness that we could see in Abraham and throughout the call of your people to the call of Moses, to the call of David, to ultimately all of it fulfilled in Christ. The Prince of Peace, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world, the suffering servant. God, we call upon you right now. And I, I pray for those who are suffering because of this disease. I pray for those who are, have other sufferings that are suffering because the hospitals are strained or the whole medical system has been uprooted and, and just transformed in, in, in different ways because of this disease. God, I pray for the medical workers who go to work each day who are scared, um, that they might catch it, who are overwhelmed and exhausted. I pray for those who have lost loved ones, even in our own congregation. We've had people lose, lose loved ones. I pray for those who are sick and they're, they're not even allowed to visit family. I'm thinking about a, a friend who... His mom is suffering from something else, but him and his sister can't even go visit her in the hospital because of the, some of the regulations. And I pray for sweet times through FaceTime and Zoom, even though it's not the same thing as being there. I pray that you comfort those who are suffering. I pray that you raise up your body, and I thank you that you've raised up your body to be with those who are suffering. God... All we can do is, is pray the prayer that James asked us to pray. It says, if we're in trouble, it says, if we're suffering hardships, if there's sickness, call upon you, God, and we are calling upon you. And like Arthur prayed and mentioned earlier, God, we look forward to the day. We're going to look back one day and see your victory, see your faithfulness and how you used even something as terrible as this to raise up your people, to be the people you've called them to be. God, we thank you. We praise you. We want to come like Psalm 50, 14 says, with this prayer of thankfulness and thanksgiving and, and raise it up to you. And we also want to say we're in trouble and we're going to rest in you and trust in you, God. Jesus, come quickly. 
be with us as we suffer. We thank you that you are with us as we suffer. And we give you all the praise and glory. In Jesus' name, amen.